Hi everyone, welcome back. This week's episode is going to be on resting. As usual, before jumping into this week's topic, just gonna do like a quick intro about what has happened this week. And actually, I have two things I would like to talk about. I was thinking about the connection between the two events, and I guess it is gratitude. So I'm gonna say this intro is mainly about gratitude. Um, the first thing is that I'm actually just really happy that a lot of my friends are listening to this podcast. And it may sound like a stalker, but I always look at the statistics on、um, Anchor, the podcast website where I uploaded my podcast. And I see that、um, people from different countries are listening to my podcast, and I'm so happy. And the, the one thing that I'm most happy about is that some friends would. Um, talk to me after they listen to my podcast, and I feel like it's just really nice that this podcast can just provide topics for me and my friends to discuss. It's like a conversation starter, and yeah, this is the first thing I'm so grateful for. And the second thing is that、um, I've Recently watched a YouTube video about about my own city, and it's about a a girl who's lived in my city for like seven years, and she would like to make a video to appreciate、um, the their her life in the city, and yeah, I'm just I just find it really fascinating because. It's so hard to appreciate、um, the place I'm so used to. Like, I don't really appreciate it as much as when I visit a new, a new、um, country or a new place. Watching this YouTube video has made me understand better about how to appreciate where I live, and I think that's very important because. Um, it's like we are just we're just usually taking things for granted, and we always think that things are better when 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 they're not ours. So we appreciate others' things, but not our own. So without further ado, let's jump into this week's topic. So let me first talk about why I'm talking about resting. Um, because recently. I've just had my reading week, and if you don't know what a reading week is, it's just a week that university students have. If they're studying like a like a subject that requires reading, they will usually have it. Yeah, so I was having my reading week, and that's why I feel like people just associate reading week with resting. And at the same time, I feel like. I didn't have like a really、uh, restful reading week, and so I'm before I I jump into the the substance about resting, I'm just gonna just talk about my opinions about reading week because I feel like it's 
I'm a bit skeptical about it, and the reason is that people treat or talk about reading week as if it's um, restful, or people are able to take a rest and feel re-energized after reading week because you have a week of nothing and you can do whatever you want. But I don't really, I don't really feel like it's true because, like, usually during reading week, like for me, there are assignments. There are essays, and you still have to do your reading. So, um, yeah, I mean, reading week,、um, as its name, is supposed to be reading and doing things. So it's weird how people try to frame it as like a restful week, things like that. So, nah, I don't think I'm really, I'm really treating it as like a restful week. And this narrative have made it so difficult for students to decide what to do during the reading week. Like, am I supposed to work or am I supposed to rest? Because if I rest, then I'll feel guilty about not doing work. But if I work, I feel like I wasted the week that I could have taken a rest. So that's really confusing. And during Reading week, or actually right after reading week, and I don't really remember. But I had had like a small burnout, and I feel really worried and really guilty about not getting things done, not able to accomplish what I want or what I want to have to do during reading week. Yeah, and so I want to talk about resting and. On one hand, to just know more about、um, how to rest and let you guys know, but at the same time, to just convince myself to take a rest. I'm just gonna、um, quote from an Instagram post that I saw. The Instagram page is called "The Student Home." Yeah, and it talks about. Uh, ways to take a rest, or ways of taking a break, and I think it's really helpful because it tries to divide resting into five different categories or five different principles, and these principles、uh, help us to genuinely take a break. Yeah, I'm just gonna. Briefly go through the five, and I'm gonna be more precise、um, in two of them. The first one, it's resting in mind. It talks about、um, how we should put our focus on ourselves rather than、um, what's happening around us, and、um, to rest in mind, we can try. Meditation. It helps us focus on our breath, our senses, our body, and just to、um, temporarily、um, put down the all the thoughts in our brain. That's how we rest in mind. And the second thing is resting. In socializing, so how we rest in socializing means that、um, 
For example, we can turn off our smartphone or turn off our computer when we do、um, things. So if we're engaging in some other activities, for example, if we're studying or if we're、um, doing household chores, where we should turn off our phone or we should not、um, reach for our phone. It's like giving ourselves some、um, me time and not to be influenced by the information outside and to focus on our task at hand and not to be、um, affected or provoked by some other irrelevant information from the outside. Thirdly, we have resting in brain, and it's different from. Resting in mind, because resting in brain is about letting your brain have a break and do something that does not require brain processing power, that allows our brain to re-energize. So what we should do is do some activities that does not require the active engagement of our brain. That would be, for example, I don't know, going for a run and going for a walk, or even、um, just knitting or coloring, drawing, things like that. Yeah, and the fourth one is、um, resting in mentality. So it talks about mentality. And again, it's different from brain and mind resting. Mentality is something about、um, how how our attitude is. So, if we want to rest in our mentality, we have to just set aside studies or work.、Um, we should not.、Um, Bear in mind our duties, our assignments, our tasks, and really feel relaxed and play and have fun and engage in your movie or the music, so that your brain can relax. It means that when you're、um, when you're participating in whatever you're, you're you're playing or you're watching, you just don't have the mindset that. You have to feel feel、um, stressed or feel feel like you still have to do work. So, mentality resting is about、um, just putting down your work at a, your work、um, for a while and put on a more playful attitude. Yeah. And lastly, the fifth one is about resting. In space, so it's about a spatial、um, aspect. What you can do is go to some new、um, new places. It means that by by distancing yourself from places that you're familiar with, you're you're more likely to to be able to rest when you're in the When in an unfamiliar、um, space, it helps you relax easier. That effect is actually 
can be demonstrated when you're traveling. So when you're traveling、um, to other countries, it's very easy for us to relax, and that's why when people say I'm gonna take a break, they're just gonna fly over to like a, an island or like a neighboring country and have like a three-day break. Things like that is spatial resting. I have talked about the five principles of resting. I'm just gonna slightly go backwards and talk about why it's so difficult to rest now, and why I have to actively search for principles to help me rest. Whereas I think in high school, I never, I never have had the the problem with resting. Like I just rested so, so.、Um, I rested automatically, and I don't really have to give much thinking to it. And that's why I have to contrast the two mindsets that I had in high school and in uni. The first thing I'd I'd say it's about the workload. I feel like, to be honest, in high school the workload was so much higher. There are so much more things I have to. Um, finished, and whereas in uni, I actually don't really have this problem. Like, there are tasks, but they're not that urgent. I don't have to have a long list of things I have to do within a day. Like, things can wait. But at the same time, I feel more stressed in uni. I feel like,、um, whereas in high school, I'm usually happier, and. I'm really aware of this this situation, and I want to know why. And of course, I want to change that because everyone wants to have fun in uni. And so, why am I stressing? And why am I so worried? And why, when things should be more relaxing, I'm feeling more stressed? Yeah. And another thing that's really bothering me is that because I'm studying. In London, my university is in London. It's away from home, and so I'm supposed to be exploring the city. That's a really good opportunity to、um, do some traveling, do some sightseeing. But I did not really have the time to.、Um, I, I said this to myself, and I was also thinking, why? Why do I? Why I see that?、Um, maybe. My friends, or my seniors, or some、um, students who started YouTube—they—they're all able to explore the city. And why, why I I couldn't do it? And I feel like it has to do with guilt—the guilt of wanting to be productive all the time. The guilt of trying to get things done, trying to make myself busy, trying to focus on、um, the school、uh, school work, yeah. And I feel like if I'm not studying, I'll be lagging behind. I'll be, I'll be not getting、um, the value out of my degree. But I still remember one or two friends of mine. We had like a conversation that 
that stuck with me and really pushed me to have a little bit more fun. And essentially, they're talking about how, like, it's not gonna make a difference, even though I, I went out for a bit. And since I'm in, in London, and it's a really precious opportunity for, for me to experience how it's like to live in London. So. I should enjoy myself a bit more, and worry about school a bit less. Because if I'm not gonna get a first, and it doesn't really make a difference if I get like a high two one or a low two one, to be honest. And I was like, damn, that's true. And why would I be aiming for a first anyway? So I was like, I should live a bit for the second half, or for like. For my second year, I think、um, I just try to go out a bit more. I had a list of restaurants I want to try. I try to explore some tourist spots, and yeah, I had a little bit more fun in my second year in terms of exploring the city. And、um, since it's COVID now, and I can't really have my London excursion anymore. To be honest, I still regret quite a lot because I already leave London. I have a lot of places that I still have not been to, and I feel really sad because it's like when you tell others you've lived in London, but when they ask you, "Oh, have you been to this?" And this and this tourist spot, and I was like, "Uh, no, not really." And even a person who's just traveled to London for a week have been to more places than me. That's really that's really sad, and I feel kind of embarrassed. Like this is like one of the regrets I have. It's like too bad I've I'm coming to the end of my of my undergraduate. Um, degree and I did not fully entertain myself in terms of traveling in the city. But yeah, this topic, this week's、uh, podcast is not about my regrets, so I'm gonna just move on from that and talk about the stress. Yeah, and so、um, even though I'm at home now, I still occasionally feel burnout, although in a Much lower frequency. I still occasionally feel stressed, and that's why I feel like my stress has nothing to do with the fact that I'm away from home. It's just an inherent thing, a thing that's inside of my inside my mind, and something that I should deal with um, actively. Um, here's something that I reflect on, and the first thing I realize is. That I don't really have rest in my brain, so the brain resting、um, is very difficult for me. It's like when I'm when I'm out, when I'm not at home doing my work, when I'm going out on a date or with my friends, I still think about work. Like when I'm traveling to the destination or the cafe, 
I still think about work. I still think about what I should do next, what I have in hand, and that makes me feel very, very pressured. And I feel like this has something to do with the fact that I'm so into productivity. I feel like when I'm traveling, I just have to think about work because I feel like if I'm not thinking about it. I'll be not productive, and I'll be wasting the time. And even if I'm not thinking about work, I still have to do something that's related to productivity. For example, I would listen to podcasts, I would search for information, I would read Instagram. I just cannot stop. Like I have to be doing something when I'm when I'm not. When I'm not doing something, if that makes sense. And I know on one hand it's good to be productive, and、um, because having the productivity means that I'll be having more time to accomplish more things. But I think it's a bit counterintuitive now because the rationale of productivity is to help. Reduce stress and reduce work time so that I can have more free time. But now it's working the other way around because I'm I'm trying to be productive, so productive that I'm I'm becoming、um, more stressed. Yeah, and so that's how I realized I should strike a balance between the two, between. Being productive and resting—it's important to aim for productivity、um, in a way that's not self-sabotaging. And for me, it's to be fair—it's a bit difficult because I'm—I'd say I'm a workaholic. I'm self-driven, and I just don't really want to rest. Like I know the value of resting, but it's. I feel like it's so hardwired to me that I won't, I won't、um, take a rest、um, by myself. Yeah, and so, but later I'll I'll share some ways that I try to overcome it. But for now, I'll just move on to the next aspect, which is mentality resting. I feel like mentality resting and brain resting are are so. Intercorrelated because of the mentality, my brain is not able to rest, and so it's the mentality that's affecting the brain. Mentality has to something to do with my mindset and my attitude. So it's something similar when I'm going out on a date or when I'm out traveling or or in the public transport. Not only do I think about my my work, my My studies in substance, but I also have the the mentality that I I should be going to work. I should go back to work soon. I want to finish whatever and go back to work. Let me give you a metaphor. Let's say I'm in the office,、um, and to me,、um, when I'm going out on a date or when I'm out not doing work. It's like I just leave the desk, but I'm still in the office. Whereas 
what we're trying, what I should be aiming is to feel like leaving the office at all. So if I still have the mentality of working, I feel like I'm still in the office, but just just away from my desk. But when I'm out having fun, it should feel like leaving the office. I shouldn't be still in the zone. I should completely separate myself from the work atmosphere. Yeah, but to me, I felt guilty. I felt guilty when I rest too much, and so it's very difficult for me to to get rid of this mindset. And I feel like if I'm not working, I'll have negative consequences, and that's why I always remember so hard in my mind what is waiting for me and what I have to do um, when I get back home. We're still like even if I finish my task. I still want to complete the next thing on a task, so I felt I felt that I can't have a break because there are always、um, things that's waiting for me on my to-do list. It's like running on a treadmill that's never gonna end. Even though I finish、um, 10k, I still have 20k waiting for me. There are some scientific explanations for it, and. In one of the recent podcasts that I've listened to,、um, it's called Life Kit Podcast. One of their episodes talk about how to stress less. This mentality was explained.、Um, the scientists said that we're so we're so obsessed with this um, work um, mentality is because. When we accomplish something, we have this dopamine hit that makes us feel good, and it's like taking drugs. We want to have more of that, and so even though we finish like a task, we still want to aim for like a second task so we can get that dopamine hit again. Yeah, and so it's slightly problematic. Now that I realize that my relationship with resting is a bit toxic. I have some tips and action plans for myself, and also to share with you guys, for those who are also workaholics or really guilty people,、um, just like me. And yeah, to just learn to be more restful and strike a balance with our. Our work and our rest. The first thing is to work around the guilt. We should understand that guilt is a social product. It's influenced by our friends, our peers, school. These social influence has made us form expectations and values that. May not always be good for ourselves, and so it's important to realize them. And guilt, on one hand, is good because it signals it's a signal for us that something is not going the way we expect. But at the same time, it's it's problematic if we have too much of it. And so when we 
catch ourselves feeling guilty, we should ask ourselves. We should be more self-aware, and think about why we have this mentality, and is it is it necessary to reset our expectation, restructure the life priorities. When we're aware of our unreasonable guilt, we should tackle the underlying cause by, for example, talking to people and trying to、um, have a second opinion on this, so that we can reframe our our life priorities and to have a more realistic and Healthy expectation of ourselves, but this self-awareness thing is very difficult. From what I've learned from my behavioral science course, our mind is not that powerful. It means that we are not as rational as we think, and our willpower is not that strong. And so,、um, perhaps. We need some environmental designs to help us nudge us into the direction that is beneficial to ourselves. So, environmental designs means we have to schedule time for resting, be it knitting, drawing, or doing exercise. These are activities that allows us to really rest in brain, and when we rest in brain. Perhaps it will also helps us rest in mentality. And so, when we're engaging in some restful activities, we should try not to think about our work anymore and focus on the task at hand. And this would help us change our resting habits and truly enjoy the benefits of resting. By having a good rest, we'll be re-energized and motivated to work. And I'm gonna end here with this quote: "It's always okay to take a break in a long marathon." I hope this week's podcast may be helpful to some of you. I'll see you next time. Bye.